0: It's nine o'clock in time once again for The Way of the Cross. Here's Alvin Loggins. Good morning, radio friends. What a joy and a privilege it is to come back to your place of listening with this gospel broadcast. This is a wonderful and blessed day for us to gather around this precious word and worship the Lord Jesus in the spirit and in the truth. I welcome you today, and I hope and pray today that the Lord will have something special for you, for your family, for my family. And I know it'll be a wonderful day for you and for me as we endeavor to look through the scriptures and see what our Heavenly Father will have for us today. Please just for a moment call a friend or neighbor tell them that the way of the cross broadcast is on the air. Help them to join with us today as we worship again around the Word of God. Well, it is the Lord's Day, as I do from week to week. I encourage God's people to get up this morning and make their way to the Lord's house, and I hope you're already making preparations to go and to be in the Lord's house again today. I see that a lot of people are going back to the house of God. You can't stop God's people, the Lord's people. Their aim and their ambition is heaven heaven. And you can't stop them. You'll never be able to stop them. Their home is beyond this world. And they're going to the house of God. They're looking for something that's beyond this world. And uh, go to church today and uh, look to the Lord. He's our help and he's our strength. He's our tomorrow. Find your place. And uh, I know the Lord will have something wonderful for you today. Well, it's prayer time again on the broadcast, as we do from week to week, we go to the Lord in prayer. And I ask you to pray for me and my family. We're struggling just like everybody else, and we're struggling with health problems. I ask you to pray for us. We're we're in good hands. I want to testify about that today. We're in the hands of the Almighty, and I love Him so dearly. I asked you to pray for us, pray for the broadcast that the heavenly Father's will would be done, and whatever's happened will be in His hands. And I know your family and your 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 loved ones that you love so dearly. You pray for every day. You have a burden, just like we all do, and uh, they need prayer. I try to pray for the broadcast all the time, every day. And I pray for people that I don't never know who's listening, but I pray for them. I got some unspoken requests, some requests in my family that that, uh, the Lord knows about. I have some unspoken requests that needs to be prayed about. We need to pray for each other. Please pray for the broadcast. Pray for our country. Our country's in a mess today. And uh, I'm trying to figure out which way the Lord's going, what he's doing. But we're in good hands. We're in the wonderful hands of God today. And nothing can change that. I know that. It is so wonderful to have that peace, to know that we're in the mighty hands of God today. The one that loved us and died for us. We're in his hands. There's nothing can stop that. There's nothing can bother that. And I'm glad for that today, that we're in the wonderful hands of God today. And uh, I love him dearly. He's my life and he's my heart. He's everything to me. And I know he is for you today. So let's encourage ourselves in the Lord. Keep our eyes upon him and our heart upon him. Keep our prayer life up. Keep looking up. And we need to keep on praying for one another. Please pray for the broadcast. Pray that God's will will be done. You pray for my family, I'll pray for yours. Pray for our country. Pray for the world. Pray for the peace of Israel. Pray for these men of God that's come on before us, those that will come on after us. Pray for Brother Mike and the station, and please pray for the men of God today. Now you join with us as we pray together. Dear Heavenly Father, how we bless thy holy name. You're still our mighty God, our heavenly Father, the Lord of glory. You're the Holy One, the glorious One, the precious One. Your name shall be called Counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting Father, the Lord of glory, the Prince of peace. You're the one that loved us, lived and died for us and saved us by your grace. I bless your holy name. Lord, the message today. Heavenly Father, Holy Spirit, please come and deliver today the need for the people in my heart and my family and home. And here are our prayers today, Lord, and the burden of our hearts and the families out there today. I pray that you'd go and be with them and be with them and meet their needs. And Lord, I pray in Jesus' name, encourage the people today. Save some lost soul, some worried, Weary pilgrim out there today, bring them back into the will of God. Help us now, dear Lord. Bless the message. Please, dear Lord, this day move among you people in Jesus' holy and blessed name. We do humbly pray. Amen and amen. Now, here's our song for the week, and we'll be right back to speak to you from the Word of God. Isn't that wonderful? I have returned to the God of my Father. That is so wonderful. How we would like to see our country return to the God of our fathers. It is so wonderful to know that today. For our scripture today, I want you to turn to John chapter 18, and we're going to begin reading verse 28. In chapter number 18, verses 1, it talks about the arrest of, in Gethsemane in verse 1. In verse 2, down through verses number 11, the betrayal and arrest of Jesus. In verse 12 through 14, it talks about Jesus brought before the high priest. In verse 15, down through verse 18, Peter's denial of In verse 19 down through 26, it talks about Peter before the high priest. Now, we'll begin reading in verse 28 when Jesus is brought before Pilate. Then led Jesus uh, from Capernaum unto the hall of justice. And it was early, and they themselves went not with the judgment hall, lest they should be defiled, that they might eat the Passover. Pilate went out unto them and said, What accusers bring ye against this man? They answered and said unto him, If he were not a malefactor, we would not deliver him unto thee. Then said Pilate unto them, Take ye him and judge him according to your law. Jesus, therefor,e said unto them, Is it not lawful for you to put a man to death? The Jews, therefor,e said unto them, Is it not lawful for you to put a man to death? That the saying might that that this saying of the Jews might be fulfilled which was spoken signifying what death he should die. Then Pilate answered unto the judgment hall again, and Pilate went into the judgment hall again and called Jesus and said unto him, Art thou a king of the Jews? Jesus answered him, saying, Thou this thing of thyself Thou sayest this thing of thyself, or didst others tell this of thee? Pilate answered, Am I a Jew that thou own nation and the chief priests have delivered thee unto me? What hast thou done? Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then would my servants fight that I should not be delivered unto the Jews. But now my kingdom is not of hence from hence. Pilate therefore said unto him, Art thou a king then? Jesus answered, Thou saith that I am a king. To this end was I born, and for this cause came I into the world that I should bear witness of the truth, every one that of the truth heareth my voice. Pilate saith unto unto him, What is the truth? Then he said unto him again this, He went out again unto the Jews and said unto them, I find no fault at all. Now, if you'll notice in verse number 37, here's where my thought came from. Pilate therefore said unto him, Art thou a king? Then Jesus answered and said, Thou sayest that I am a Jew, I'm a king. To this end was I born, and for this cause came I into the world. And I'd like to speak a little bit on to this end was I born now have you ever thought about what it was uh, that was caused and uh, this to make this statement to this end was I born i mean uh have you ever thought about uh what it means? and what it means, or even thought about what it means for someone else when they were born into this life. A mother holds her newborn baby in her arm. She looks at it with a gleam in her eyes, and, and uh, she knows not the destiny of that little baby, and she loves it with all of her heart. She'll die for that baby, and she'd give up her life for it, but she don't know what the end will, will be. But back uh, many years ago, in the life of Jesus, in the book of Luke, there was a little lady. There in that stable, when that, uh, when, when that little baby boy was born, may renew the destiny of that baby. I don't know what went through her mind or what uh, what happened to her or how she felt, but she had already knew that what his destination, destination was, but I don't think she knew probably the suffering that she'd have to go through and what the suffering that he would go through that... Uh, that uh, this world would give him at the end of his life, but uh, I'd like to talk about that for just a few moments and look at that. Now I've heard a lot of things about uh, people are dying in this world. I've I've seen it happen. My son, I was holding his hand when he passed away. He he passed away easy. His last word. To me, he said, "I, I love you, Dad." That was his last words to me. He took his last breath. But I watched a special, and it tore my heart out. And I, my my granddaughter, her little baby, she, she liked to died. She liked to went to squalling at the table. Sometimes good words is to help mothers and to help dads understand the meaning of life and what it means and how precious it is. But I'd remembered it from a program that I'd seed from World War II. And we were talking about mothers and dad at the table after we were eating. And my granddaughter was there with her baby And then was our we was talking about responsibilities of mothers and dads and things like that. And I don't know why it brought it up. But I told them this. I looked I remember that that statement that uh I heard. But they said that out of all the dying people in World War Two, they said the the most famous words that come off of dying soldiers. In World War II, was, uh, when they was dying, they were calling for mothers. They weren't calling for dads. They were calling for mothers. My, my granddaughter my granddaughter nearly squalled. She had a little baby. She nearly squalled. And uh, I wondered about uh, Mary, Mary uh, holding Jesus for this end. Was I born? People today are mocking him. They're cursing him. They're making fun of him. They're using the Bible in shows. They're using the scriptures in uh, movies and things like that. They're mocking it, making fun of it. They don't honor the Lord in any way. Jesus said, you must be born again. And then they, they made fun of all of that and everything else. But he came here as a little babe, and his destination was to be beaten by the soldiers, mocked by the Jewish people. He stood out over the hillside and said, "Oh Jerusalem, Jerusalem, how often would I gather you under my wings as a chicken? You would not. He wept over his nation. The neighbor, he said, uh, I've come that you might have life and you might have it more abundantly. He saw the pits of hell and the lake of fire. He tried to warn people, tell them about that place. Don't go there. I've come to save you, I've come to uh, give you life that you might have it, have it more abundantly. I'm here to set you free from adultery. I'm set you free from cussing, drinking. I'm here that you might have a healthy life, have a more abundant life, have a happy life. I'm here to uh, to get you out of the trouble that you're in. There'd be no more jails and no more chain gangs. There'd be no more stuck on drugs If you had listened to me, your family wouldn't be broke up. You'd be with your children and loving them. And you wouldn't be broke. Your money wouldn't be going to the gamblers, and it wouldn't be going to the buying the alcohol and all of this other stuff. And if you had listened to me, I've come that you might have life, and you might have it more abundantly. I have loved you with an everlasting love. That's what he said. He said, I love you, and I care for you. I am the good shepherd. I lay down my life for the sheep. and I give my sheep eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall any man shall be able to pluck them out of my hand, for my Father which gave them me is greater than all. Neighbor, I, I don't understand that the person that uh, for this For this cause came I into the world to take people out of a destructive life and put them into a life of hope today to let go of that which you'll never be able to keep and lay hold on that which you'll never be able to lose. I don't know what you think about my preaching or where it fits into the day's modernistic preaching or not. I got a heart for the Lord Jesus. I love him so much. He's my hope. He's my tomorrow. I'm one of his child. He saved me by his wonderful grace, and by his love. My destination is far beyond that sky. My destination is heaven. My destination is the throne of God. That's where my destination is at. I'm not going just to live in a mansion of gold. I'm not going for that. I'm going to see the Savior, the Lord Jesus, the mighty one, the glorious one, the holy one, the one that spoke it into existence, the almighty, my heavenly Father. I want to see him in all of his glory. You said, ain't you scared to see someone so mighty and pure and holy? No, I'm not, because he's my heavenly father, Jesus, and my savior. The Holy Spirit's my comforter. It does not yet appear what we shall be, but we know when he shall appear, we shall be like him. I'll be like him. See, I'm a son. I'm his son, and he's my father. I never have been at home and been a skeered at home. I'm, I'm at home, and I'm comfortable, and I'm at peace. I'm at home because my father's there, my mother's there, my children's there, and everything else. I'm at home. I'm not as scared of nothing at home. And that's the way it is when I'm at home with my father. There's peace, there's comfort, and there's love at home to be with a father. Listen, this is what he came into the world for. What was he born for? He was born for sinners. Neighbor, they sung an old song and I repeated it before and it's worthy of repetition at the church. I was, I just marveled at that song. I'm glad I got lost so I could get saved. Every person out there, every person that gets born into God's family, they got to get lost. Neighbor, you can't get good enough to go to heaven. You'll never get good enough. You're no rotten, lost sinner. You was born to sinner. Neighbor, you'll live the life of a sinner. You got to come to Jesus and get cleaned up. You got to repent. You got to ask Him for forgiveness. You gotta ask him to save you by your grace, by his grace. God came here to save old sinners. Neighbor, that's his mission. That's what he came here for. He was born to save sinners. And then he was born. Listen for the saints. All of the saints of God will be gathered together there to be with him forever and forever and he was born for God's service. I must hurry. i got about 30 seconds, and that'll be it. And uh, neighbor, listen, uh, we all need to take and check up our inventory about uh, about tomorrow. And we need to look and to listen to what the Lord Jesus has to say about tomorrow and about our life. And I wonder today as we go off the air, are you ready? Did he come for you? Can you listen to him? Will he come will he will you come if he calls you today? My time's gone, my day is spent. God bless you as our prayer in his name until next week. Amen and amen.
1: love. Bye.
0: 75 Glory FM your family radio station in North Georgia welcome